That was good. You guys sung out good tonight. That was uplifting. That made me feel better hearing those good songs we sang tonight. We're going to be in Joshua chapter 10 again this evening. We started in Joshua chapter 10 last week. Just a real, real brief little sermon tonight. Just a few little verses and one quick point. Joshua chapter 10, starting with verse 16 through verse 27. Joshua 10, starting in verse 16. We got all the shoe boxes delivered this week. We got them delivered to Centerville. We ended up with a total of 216 shoe boxes that we were able to drop off. The uh, central drop-off location in Centerville, which is kind of for this area, their goal this year was to uh, take in 1,000 boxes. Uh, with ours, it put them a few over 1,000 boxes, and they still had three other churches still left to bring there. So they were, they were going to far exceed that goal, I believe, of, of 1,000. Uh, the lady from Southwest, uh, from Centerville, all the churches that are local drop-offs will go to Southwest Community College. Last year, they took in about 21,000 boxes. This year, their goal was 25,000 boxes. So hopefully, uh, the Lord will continue to bless, and they will be able to reach that goal. And from there, they will go to Atlanta, and from there, they will go wherever God needs them to go. So that was a good praise report. I just wanted to share that with you guys. We had mentioned Christmas caroling this morning. We're going to do that on December the 10th. Uh, it's going to be a Saturday, and we'll leave that afternoon at 3 o'clock. And so we didn't have a time this morning, but we do now. So anybody that's interested in going, uh, just meet here at the church, and we'll leave here at 3 o'clock, and we'll head out and go Christmas caroling. All right, Joshua chapter 10. We'll pray, and then we'll jump in. And Father God, I come to you now, and I pray that you would... Continue to be with our church, dear Lord. I pray that you would help us to be focused on you. I pray that tonight, and I pray that always, dear Lord, in every decision that we make and everything that we do, everything that you lead us to, everything that you call us to, God. I pray that we would be obedient to you, dear Lord. I pray that you'd help us to, to hear you, to be able to discern what you call us to, dear Lord, to be able to discern you from the enemy, dear Lord, to be able to... Uh, be patient with one another and to love one another and to uh, just be about your work. Now, I pray that you would be with us tonight as we just very briefly look at this text, dear Lord. Just a quick point, but but a good point, a, a point that we need to perhaps be reminded of sometimes, dear Lord. I pray that you'd help our minds to be cleared of things we might have brought in, worries of the world, dear Lord, and uh, whatever it may be that's competing for our attention and for our thoughts. I pray that you'd Help us to get over that now, dear Lord, and just in these few minutes to give you some time, God. I pray that you would uh, just bless each one in here as they get ready for the holidays this week, dear Lord. It's going to be a lot of traveling, a lot going on. I pray that you would help us just to enjoy our time with friends and enjoy our time with the family. And God, we, we do thank you. We, we have a lot to be thankful for, God. We have food to eat. We have clothes to wear. We have a place to live, dear Lord. We have people that love us. We have friends. We have family. And that's that's pretty good, God. And sometimes we, we're so spoiled, we take those things for granted. But God, I pray that you would help us to, to realize just how good we got it, dear Lord. Because quite honestly, we just couldn't have it any better. And so we thank you for taking care of us. And I thank you for this word we're going to look at tonight. And I pray that your Holy Spirit would 
just bless us and touch us from being here in your house tonight. In Jesus' name I ask it. Amen. 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 Joshua and the people of Israel are, 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 are full force going into the promised land. Uh, they had uh, fought a big battle last week. There were five different kings who had decided to team up against them to, to kind of thwart them, to, to kind of hold them back because they had been going in and they had taken over everything and they had tried to stop the Israelites from moving through, uh, but God had other plans. God fought alongside the Israelites and just like all the other enemies that they had encountered, God handed those uh, kings and everybody that they had brought together, that group that uh, come to attack them, God had delivered them. God destroyed those enemies. We also saw one of my favorite miracles in all of the Bible, and that is when Joshua prayed that the sun would stand still, and lo and behold, the day was extended almost an extra 24 hours so that the people of Israel could continue on in battle and so that they could destroy their enemies. That's, that's pretty, pretty unbelievable right there. That's pretty cool that God would stop the sun in the sky. And so we are continuing on tonight after where we left off last week. Now the five defeated kings had fled and hidden themselves in the cave of Makeda. It was reported to Joshua, the kings have been found. They are hiding in the cave at Makeda. So you can imagine these kings, they probably, uh, they probably were pretty scared. They had, they had pulled all their resources together, but yet it was still not enough because... Who can defeat the Lord? There are no resources that any of us can put together. There is nothing that we can do that we could defeat the Lord. There is nothing that no one in this world or anything that has ever been created can do to defeat the Lord. God is all-powerful. God is totally in control. And when Jesus died on the cross, it was all said and done. It was all finished. And so... There's no one that can stand up to God. There's no one that can defeat God. And even these kings and all of their efforts were not able to stand up to God's children Israel because God was fighting alongside of them. So naturally, they went and they hid in a cave. Joshua said, Roll large stones against the mouth of the cave and station men by it to guard the kings. But as for the rest of you, don't stay there. Pursue your enemies and attack them from behind. Don't let them enter their cities, for the Lord your God has handed them over to you. So Joshua and the Israelites finished inflicting a terrible slaughter on them until they were destroyed, although a few survivors ran away to the fortified cities. The people returned safely to Joshua in the camp at Makeda, and no one dared threaten the Israelites. All right, so they, they got these kings. They had went and hid in the cave. They rolled a stone over the cave. They had them pretty much in prison there for the time being. Joshua said, I want the rest of you guys to go out and finish up anybody that's left over. There were a few that, that, that were able to escape, but most of them it says that there was a great slaughter there. This was a serious thing. That's what God had told them to do. God said, look, this is your land. I want you to go in and I want you to take it. I want you to completely destroy these people. And so the people of Israel are doing just that. And so after they had done so, uh, they returned back to Joshua. Then Joshua said, open the mouth of the cave and bring those five kings to me out of there. That is what they did. They brought the five kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon, to Joshua out of the cave. When they had brought the kings to him, Joshua summoned all the men of Israel and said to the, said to the military commanders who had accompanied him, Come here, 
and put your feet on the necks of these kings. So the commanders came forward and put their feet on their necks. Joshua said to them, Do not be afraid or discouraged. Be strong and courageous, for the Lord will do this to all the enemies you fight. After this, Joshua struck them down and executed them. He hung their bodies on five trees, and they were there until evening. At sunset, Joshua commanded that they be taken down from the trees and thrown into the cave where they had hidden. Then large stones were placed against the mouth of the cave, and the stones are there to this day. Now up until this point, the people of Israel had experienced a lot of stuff. They had experienced some pretty intense battles, one of which they had lost because of some disobedience. But God's people, uh, at this point, they had been through a lot of stuff. They had faced a lot of enemies, and God had continued to deliver them. And even though God had delivered them, He gave them a reminder. If you remember back at the very beginning of Joshua, there was a phrase that was repeated three times, I think within the first nine verses, and that is, be strong and courageous. God was reminding the people of Israel before they went into this difficult situation to be strong and courageous because they knew what they were he knew God knew what they were going into. And here, even after everything they had been through, even after God had delivered them, even after God had stopped the sun in the sky so that the battle could be completed and the enemies wiped out, God still reminds them, "Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged." Be strong and courageous. Even all that they had been through, all that they saw, they still needed to be reminded to be strong and courageous. You know, the same is true for us. There's a lot of times for many of us in here, if not all of us, I mean, we know God's Word. We know God is with us. We know God promises to be with us. We know God is on our side if we are His. We know God is right there beside us. But even still, knowing everything that God has done and seeing all the miracles that we've seen God do in our life, there are still times where we may get discouraged. There are still times where we may get afraid. There are still times where it's just tough and we wonder, God, are you there? Am I ever going to get through this? And I think God reminded the people of Israel because he knew that it was still going to be tough for them. Even all the things that they had seen God do, even all the experiences that they had been through and God had delivered them through in a mighty way, they still needed to be reminded that God was with them. And maybe we need to be reminded of that. Jennings said that just this morning. A lot of times we know what God's Word says, but sometimes we just need to be reminded of these things that we know. We need to keep these things fresh on our mind. We need to encourage one another with things that God's Word says. But we see another thing here. With, with, with Israel, all of these battles that, that God uh, delivers the enemies over to them and Israel comes out victorious, the enemies always come out completely and utterly destroyed. We've seen that with the enemies that they fought up to this point and we see that with the enemies here. We see that God delivers those who are His, those who He has chosen, those who are obedient to Him. We see that they are delivered and they are victorious. But we see those who are God's enemies and they are completely destroyed. And you know it's the same for us today. It's the same in our world today. There are those in this world who choose the Lord. There are those in this Lord who choose to follow the Lord and choose to be obedient to the Lord and follow the Lord, and accept Jesus Christ. And for those of us who have done that, we are victors, the Bible would say. 
We are going to be victorious when that day comes that we either die or Jesus comes back to take us home. We who are in Christ are going to be victorious. But those who are opposed to Christ, those who have rejected Christ, those who have failed to listen to God's word and failed to be obedient to Him, they are enemies of God. Romans chapter 5 would tell us that apart from Christ, we are all enemies of God. We are all enemies of God. And if you're sitting in this room tonight and you've never accepted Jesus Christ, you may not realize it, but you're an enemy of God. If you're with God, you will be victorious. But if you're against God, you're an enemy of God and you will suffer the same fate as these that we see in the Old Testament. God destroys those who are His enemies but God gives grace to those that are His friends. Praise the Lord that we can be called friends of God. Praise the Lord that through what Jesus did, we don't have to be enemies of God because our sinfulness is what separated us from God. But we no longer, when we come to Christ, are enemies of God, but we are friends of God. And we know we're friends of God because of what Jesus did for us. And there's no greater love that a man can have than to lay down his life for his friends. And that's what Jesus did for us. Jesus died for us so that we wouldn't be enemies of God, but that we would be friends of God. So that we wouldn't have to experience the wrath of God, but so that we would experience the victory that God wants to offer. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you tonight in a simple text, dear Lord. We just we kind of see what happens, God, to to those who are yours and obedient to you and those who are your enemies, dear Lord. I pray that there are none in here that are your enemies, God, that there are none who are opposed to you. But God, our sinfulness in and of itself makes us your enemy. But God, apart from the blood of Jesus Christ, we can never receive grace. And so God, I pray that there would be no enemies in this place tonight, that they would all come to you, that they would be called your sons and your daughters. God, that we would be called friends of yours, dear Lord. So God, I pray that if there's one in this room that doesn't know you, that, that you'd touch their heart tonight, that maybe there was something in your word that we read or something that was said that is going to open their eyes, dear Lord, to help them to seek you. God, I pray that you'd help us to be strong and courageous. I pray that you would help us to not forget that. We need to be reminded of that quite often. At least I do, dear Lord. There are lots of situations where I become discouraged. There are lots of dis situations where I want to give up and I want to throw my hands up, dear Lord, and I, I don't have the strength or the boldness to do what you call me to do. So, dear Lord, help us to be reminded of that tonight and take great comfort in that, to experience your joy tonight in that knowing, dear Lord, that you're with us, and that we can be strong and courageous, dear Lord, that we won't be discouraged or we won't be afraid, but that we would be uplifted. <coughs> I pray that you would help each of us to have a good week this week as we go out into this world. Just bless us. Help everybody to sleep so good tonight, dear Lord, to just lay and just rest in you. Any burdens they may have, God, that they would just give them to you, that they wouldn't kind of carry them with them, that they would just leave them with you, dear Lord, that you would take away any stress or any burden, and you'd fill our hearts with joy tonight. In Jesus' name I pray it. Amen.